We started a conversation on the program the other day about the preponderance of issues that Qantas appears to have had in recent weeks, flight turnbacks and other maintenance issues, ranging from the most dramatic, being the flight from Auckland to Sydney, or the less so, logistical problems, logbook issues, or indeed kitchen uh, fire-related uh, scenarios that have forced flight turnbacks. And the conversation we had was largely about the social media era. Are these things greater in number than they've ever been, or are we just more aware of them yeah, than the, we've uh, ever been? The hey at Qantas era, Ex- where people tweet about it in real time from 30,000 feet whenever the slightest thing goes wrong, or indeed doesn't go wrong. Exactly right. So we you know there's only one man in Australia we wanted to speak to about this. Jeffrey Thomas is the editor-in-chief of uh, AirlineRatings.com. Uh, Jeffrey, good morning to you. We appreciate you uh, you talking to us early today. Good um, morning. Yeah, uh, We've been wanting to get to the bottom of this this question. What's your take on it? Look, it's quite extraordinary. And, you know, in your intro, you mentioned social media and tweeting from 30,000 feet. This is what's happened. Every Social media has turned every passenger into a reporter <laughs> and a photographer and a videographer. Um, and they're doing me out of a job, you know. <laughs> there are uh, so many things that would never, ever, ever have been mentioned uh, being tweeted. And they're on Instagram. They're on TikTok. They're on Facebook. It's a totally new era of communication. But having said that, one of the really peculiar things about what's happened in the last two months with Qantas is while every single turnback of Qantas or every single little hiccup of Qantas has been reported ad nauseum through the print and, and, and on television, every other turnback for every other airline has gone completely unnoticed. <laughs> over here in Perth, we had an A380 fallover with one particular airline. 450 people disrupted. There wasn't a single mention of it at all. The plane was on the ground for two days. It was a it was a chaotic situation. And over the last uh, six weeks, there's been approximately 30 other turnbacks involving other airlines, whether they're international or domestic. None of those have been reported. Not a one. Mm. Just the Qantas ones. Does, so, that, does that suggest, though, perhaps, Jeffrey, that what we're looking at here with Qantas then is not so much a story about technology, but a story about corporate perceptions and also a story about the public standing of their CEO. Because I know that Alan Joyce has had to write to every frequent flyer in Australia, reassuring them that the stats are in no way even remotely alarming, and indeed that all of these turnbacks only ever happen because the safety of passengers is paramount. But there's a broader issue here with Qantas, which is that it seems to have in the last sort of six months or so, really perfected the art of rubbing people up the wrong way? Well, look, yes, and certainly since the, re- since the return of travel in Australia, all the issues have certainly been upsetting people and, and whatnot. But the issue is this, and this is the other thing, this is a global problem. It is not a Qantas problem. Mm. It is not a Virgin problem. It is not a Rex problem. It is a global problem of... And the fact that the the fact that the airlines had to lay off literally tens of millions of of staff because of COVID, and people sort of say, "Well, Alan Joyce, you got two billion dollars, you know that, you know, and you're delivering us hopeless service." Qantas got two billion. That's a fraction of what they needed. Lufthansa in Germany, for instance, is a private company like Qantas. The German government said, "Issue 30 percent of your stock in new shares." And we're going to pay you $17 billion. Hmm. So the, the German government took, took a 30% stake in Northampton. Northampton and Qantas are about the same size. 
and that's how they got through. Singapore Airlines, through their uh, uh, government infrastructure owner, Temasek, they, they raised $15 billion to get through COVID. So Qantas, yes, they got $2 billion. It was a fraction of what they needed. Of course, Virgin got none and went bankrupt and then, and then have re-emerged. So the Australian government really didn't understand or didn't want to understand what the airlines needed. And I, I know on, on numerous occasions on radio stations, including this one, I said, when we come out of COVID, these government-owned airlines are going to be in way, way, way better shape than Qantas is going to be, and the government needs to do more. But they didn't. And then, so then Joyce has become the focal point of all this. That's because of the unions, because they got upset about him laying off some staff and restructuring the airline. Uh, and and, and that he did what basically every other airline in the world has done. Um, yet he became the, the poster boy mm. for everything that's going wrong in Australian aviation, which was grossly unfair, because the reality is Alan Joyce is one of the best airline CEOs in the world. Uh, yes, he's, he's polarising. He's a little bit. He's a little bit quirky, if you like. He's Irish, um, and we sort of, you know, people kind of poke fun at him, which is again very, very unfair. And the Qantas malaise, if you like, we've seen is simply replicated right across the globe, and it's far worse in Europe than it is in Australia. Well, share, his shareholders certainly love him. They rewarded him just recently. But just to put a line under this, Jeffrey, because I think this is really important. Yep. I've, I've spoken to people recently who. Uh, you know, getting on flights, pretty routine domestic flights, and are suddenly a bit nervous about it, just given the number of these issues that have been reported and, and spoken about at length. People have nothing to worry about. At very least, look, no more than they've ever had to worry about. Look, absolutely. And, and airline ratings, we recently awarded Qantas, again, safest airline in the world. One of our pilots who, who adjudicate this, and we have a group of four international pilots, he, he used to be an auditor. For, of airlines around the world. And he said of Qantas pilots, they are the most professional, well-trained and skillful pilots in the world, bar none. And, you know, the thing with Qantas is, and this is another thing that the listeners may not understand, on an airline, for instance, you have a hydraulic system which powers the flaps and all the bits and pieces. You might have four systems and a couple of backups, say, for instance. So you've got six systems in all. The manufacturer says you can go with four working and two not working. Qantas says, no, we'll go with six working. Hmm. That's it. So they're what we call minimum equipment list. And I'm just putting a hypothetical together there. Their minimum equipment list, that's what we call it, is the highest in the world, along with Virgin's, highest in the world and in New Zealand. So, you know, whereas some of the other airlines may say, oh, don't worry, this system's gone down uh, and we're in flight, Qantas says, no, we'll turn back. We, we turn mm, back. Mm. So the turnbacks are, in fact, a reflection of the intense scrutiny on safety and the standards in Qantas um, for, for, uh, for safe, safe operations. And look, and the other thing, too, we've had several reports in this country, and I've, I, one was very local here in Perth, which said Qantas may be grounded because of maintenance issues. Now, nobody in the story said that, but the headline did. But the reporter didn't go and talk to Casa, the regulator, who said and put a statement out the same day saying, this airline, Qantas, is, we are absolutely satisfied with Qantas' standards. There's no issues whatsoever with this airline. That's the regulator. And we've got one of the toughest regulators in the world, Casa. Absolutely one of the toughest. And they've overseen an airline system where there hasn't been a jet fatality since they were introduced in 1964. Mm. So... 
Yeah, look, and the scaremongering, I mean, 75% of people have some fear, some degree of fear of flying. You know, this sort of stuff is just not helpful and, and it's destructive and it's, it's completely irresponsible. It really is. Jeffrey Thomas, appreciate your insights. Thanks for your time this morning. It's a pleasure. Jeffrey Thomas, the editor-in-chief of AirlineRatings.com. A few texts coming in on the uh, Dutton's text line. One here saying, uh, this is from uh, Andrea, Qantas issues are union-related due to outsourcing. All the reporting is union-driven. In contrast, Adrian at Highbury says Alan Joyce gave himself pay rises while the company was nosediving and he was laying off workers. Don't rubbish us. Now we're having all kinds of maintenance problems. And Luke makes a more general point about this age of social media. Maybe Wi-Fi on planes is a bad idea. (laughs) Maybe made for Qantas. That's right. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.